It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Pop it cause it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Pop it cause it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got the tea. If you don't pop it with me, he. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. America, twerk is something. What you won't do? I got the tea. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Hey, hey, twerk it, hey, twerk it. Shanghai, hey, hey, Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai. Hey, good people. Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles. Episode 70, The Dream Team. I hope everyone is having a good weekend. I hope everyone had a good week. And I hope you guys are ready for the show, okay? Because we got a lot of things to talk about. A lot of shit done happened. So let's get into the show. So, damn America. So, we all know that the presidential election candidates are coming out for 2020. And, you know, a lot of people were very excited that Camilla Harris announced that she will be running for president for 2020. Well, you know, she would like to be a candidate. But a lot of things have been coming out, you know, brought to my attention when I'm just, you know, looking up different things and surfing the net. And my question is, damn America, do we know everything about Camilla Harris? So, I looked up this, you know, did a little, you know, research, and I'm just glancing at certain things, and, you know, she used to be um, a district attorney and attorney general, and some of the things that she, you know, tried to pass when she was, I think, because she, she was in California. Some of the things that she tried to pass were just outrageous. Um, so, she also was like, it was something that I read where in 2002, she submitted like a brief supporting of illegal immigration applications for a law license and I guess like the in 2014 the California Supreme Court ruled in in the immigrants favor even though the California state bar rules consider committing a criminal act to be disqualifying I guess um she also said that an undocumented immigrant was not a criminal Uh, She also vowed that she believed that illegal immigration is a civil violation, not a crime. But entering the country legally has criminal penalties and re-entry without permission after after you get deported is a crime. That's what she considers a crime. As in many cases, you know, 
if you work in the U.S. and you don't have like the right documentation, you're over here illegally. So, um, <clears throat> a lot of people were like lying on their work forms and things like that. Um, then she also like argued the Senate Appropriations Committee. She argued to them to reduce funding for bids in the federal immigration system. So, reject calls to hire more Border Patrol personnel and reduce funding for the administration reckless Im immigration enforcement operations. So, she argued that. That was, you know, okay. Um, now, this is the kicker right here, y'all. So, in 2010, I researched and saw that she declared, so in 2010, a California Superior Court judge declared that as a San Francisco district attorney, she had violated defendants' rights by hiding damaging information about a police drug lab technician and was indifferent to the demands that the lab account for its fallings. So basically, the crime lab technician, he was convicted of a misdemeanor domestic, domestic violence case back in 2008. And... As her job as district attorney, she's obligated to hand over the defense information about prosecution witnesses that could be used to change, you know, the credibility of the case or whatever. So the prosecutor's failure to disclose the information about the technician led to the, to the dismissal of more than 600 drug cases. 600. So here you are, your district attorney, the defendants, you like... Like that shit is just mind balling to me, and we already know who is the majority of the people that were on that drug those drug cases, which were black men, probably not probably, but for sure. Um, the fact that you violated that and you hid that information—that's flaky as fuck to me. Like I, that right there, you just kind of like lost all of my trust with that. Um. It's just so much like me just looking her up. I don't feel like, you know, a lot of people when Obama came, we were so happy because we got the first black president and, you know, we loved and appreciated him so much. And then a lot of people kind of stepped back, you know, after he did his presidency and was just like, okay, what exactly did Obama do for us? And he did, did he did do a numerous of things for us. But... I feel like with the black community, when it comes to voting, as soon as we see somebody that looks like us, and as soon as we see like somebody that we feel may just have our back, our back because they look like us, we feel that they're the right candidate. And I feel like with everything that's been going on with Trump and just you know past elections, I think we should stop that. And we really should learn how to do our research about these candidates. And just because they look like us doesn't mean that they're for us. The only people that can be for us is us. And we're the only, you know, race that doesn't stick together when it comes to certain things. And we need to learn that. We need to learn, like, just, just because we got these politicians and they out here and, you know, 
they looking like us and you know we feel that they understand the black struggle and they understand the black people that it may not be the case because politicians are dirty majority of them are dirty as fuck and majority of them is just doing it to collect the check they don't give a fuck about the well-being of people they just do it some of the time just to get and reap the benefits so all i'm saying is do your research when it comes to these candidates for 2020 because I don't know if Camilla Harris is going to get my vote. I don't know if she's going to be somebody that I feel may back me up. Now, there is a case that Kim Kardashian is currently working on with a guy who, like, um, didn't get his, like, they, like, um... He, 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 it was a murder that happened in 1983. And basically the prosecutors, I guess this past, like back in May, I believe they, um, they like decided to reopen back up his case and run the DNA test. And at that time when the case was happening, Camilla Harris is one of the district attorneys and didn't think that it was right for us to look over the DNA test if I'm getting these um, things correct. So basically this man right now, he's on death row. Uh, let's see. His name is Kevin Cooper. He's 60 years old and he's waiting to, and um he's waiting for um um he's on death row right now for a 1983 killing of like four people so they saying he escaped from their nearby prison east of los angeles two days before the slayings of doug and peggy ryan their 10 year old so i guess he's escaped um so i guess he is, I, I don't know, well, let me read this. Uh, wait, he escaped from nearby prison, east of Los Angeles, two days before the slings of Doug and Matt, their 10-year-old daughter just came. Oh, okay, so he must was already in prison. So, I guess they're saying that, so the district attorney, Mike Ramos, who's the district attorney of California now, asked the governor, Jerry Brown, to deny Kevin Cooper's clemency petition, petition, though his attorney said he was framed by the investigators. So, Ramos said his office agreed to new testing in 2001-2002 of material selecting part of Cooper's own DNA expert. That testing showed Cooper was in the home at the time of the murder, smoked cigarettes, and um, so basically saying that he was there. So... His execution was scheduled in 2004 and was stayed with a federal, uh, federal scientific evidence that Ramos did let another judge determine that Cooper alone was responsible for these murders. Okay. So a San Diego judge in 2011 blocked Cooper's request for a third round of DNA testing. The families of the victims and his wife had waited patiently for 35 years to get justice, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Ah, so they're saying that. So last week, I guess, like in the New York Times, one of the people are suggesting that Cooper, there's like, I don't know if this is hearsay, but they're suggesting that he was framed by Camilla Harris, who previously was the state attorney general and the Democratic Democratic. Gooper national candidate and state treasurer John Chang are among those supporting, now they're supporting 
new DNA test now. So his so this guy clemency request is being renewed by Brown's office, which would determine if new DNA tests are appropriate. Wow. So this is where she comes in at. So basically, they're suggesting that he was framed by her, by the U.S. U.S. Senator Camilla Harris, who at the time was the state attorney general. Hmm. So y'all already know I had already said something about her having and knowing that and where was this in 2010 how she had that that lab technician in okay then also i mean we don't care about who she dates she can date whoever she wants but she was dating this guy willie brown in 1993 who has a wife so basically she was a side girl and he became a mayor a candidate mayor for san francisco and their relationship brought her like a lot of like political financial you know gain like a lot of people was getting to know her then like and then and early on he you know appointed her like named her as an appointee to the unemployment insurance appeals board which a job that paid her $97,888 a year then 6 months later he named her to the California Medical Assistance Commission at which paid her 72,000 a year so basically at all, around all this time he was described you know as his girlfriend he was still married. It was the early 60s. At this time, Camilla Harris was like 30. So, once he was elected mayor, baby, probably about a year later, broke up with her. And then his wife appeared everywhere he went. Every sworn in, everything. Everything he went. So... When I guess the reporter like asked the wife how it was living with her, she said difficult. And that's probably because she found out about Camilla Harris and probably found out about a whole bunch of other little chicks that he probably was messing with. So basically, she had a little come up. She got her name out there. She was dating him, got her name out there, got herself in these good positions, which I'm definitely not mad at her for doing. Got herself in these positions and now everybody knows who Camilla Harris is. But what I don't, the thing that sits with me is that forensic science person, um, not the forensic science, I'm sorry, the, the crime lab technician, and then the guy that's on the death row. That, that Those two things, I don't know if I, you know, want somebody that will represent me like that. So, that's why I'm just like, you know what, y'all got to do y'all research. I see a lot of posts. I even did it a couple of days ago when I was arguing back and forth with people on fucking Instagram trolling. I was just like, oh, hashtag Camilla Harris 2020. And then, you know, I saw different things coming out. And I was like, oh, what is they talking about? You know, what is why are these people posting these things about her? Then I had to go look at it for myself. And I was just like, oh, okay. All right. I see. So, you know, these are certain things that like really stuck out with me with her. So, I don't know if I'm gearing towards her. Um, she does have a lot of funding coming in for her, backing her up. So, you know, 
We'll see. A person will really show you, the, show you their true colors when they get into that position. And that is a one powerful position. So you never know what a person may do to get into it. So just certain things when she was the attorney general that didn't sit right with me that I learned about. So hopefully everybody can do their research and learn too. But we don't really know everything we think we know about her as a candidate. So I just hope everybody just does their research. Um, also, damn America, why is our natural hair such a problem? So, this Atlanta news anchor, she basically shows some solidarity to one of, to a good friend that she has known about a girl, a black journalist in Atlanta who was fired for having natural hair. So, the lady name was Brittany Noble Jones, who basically she talked about her termination from the network. I think the network is like, uh, what network is this? Atlanta Live or something like that. So, oh, this morning. WGTV this morning. So, she was fired for basically, the girl Brittany Jones was fired for, for basically embracing her natural locks following her pregnancy. And after she announced that she was pregnant, she was no longer included in commercials. Uh, she felt she needed to starve herself to fit in. Um, she she now weighed, she like weighed 180 pounds. She didn't eat while she was pregnant. And while carrying her son, she had postpartum. She was like, she wasn't allowed to represent the station events and were given away to another white reporter. So, usually, you know, she would wear a wig to, like, you know, fit their demands of what they want at the station, like their ideal vision, okay? So, when she realized, you know, basically, like, look, I'm, like, a role model for these young girls out here who sports natural hair. Um, you know, they called her hair unprofessional. She was told it wasn't equivalent to... Um, her boss said, she said, I was told my natural hair is unprofessional and equivalent to my boss throwing on a baseball cap to go to the grocery store. He said, Mississippi viewers need to see a beauty queen. He even asked, why does my hair lay flat? <clears throat> so after that, like harassment came, she was essentially replaced and her ideas were dismissed pretty much. So this is very common for most black women that work in the corporate world. Um, a lot of black women do not like to wear their natural hair to work. They do like to wear wigs. They do like to wear weaves. They don't like to, you know, wear twists. I know a lot of people, you know, it's a no-no in the natural world or the natural community to even go on an interview with your natural hair because you already know right then and there they're going to judge you. Um, I just think that I'm a natural girl, and when I wear my natural hair to work, the white girls are very amazed, like too amazed to the point where I just be like, okay, hold up, what the fuck is happening today? Like, why are they giving me so many fucking compliments about my hair? Like, what the fuck's going on? And it be so crazy because the days that they give me compliments about my hair, I be thinking my, my hair, my, to me, my hair look like some shit. So that's why I be like, okay, are they being funny? My thing is, it's 2019. A lot of women are not are not being submissive to what 
they feel that society should want them to be. A lot of women are starting to learn that now. A lot of women are starting to understand and appreciate their natural beauty. A lot of women are not out here trying to be a size two and four anymore. Um, they're just trying to, you know, maintain their shape and, you know, be healthy. A lot of women, yes. We may wear our wigs and our weaves, but we call that a protective style because we're protecting our hair because, you know, if we don't do a certain, you know, code or months, things like that, it can, you know, hair damage, breakage, whatever the case may be. So the fact that they fired her over a look, over because Mississippi viewers, your white viewers, wouldn't appreciate her beauty. And it's so crazy because all of your so-called white viewers, they want to look like us. They wonder why their hair can't lock up. They wonder why their hair can't be natural curly and crinkly. Like, those are the things that they want to, you know, be. So, for you to sit there and tell her that she has to like a beauty queen, she can like a beauty queen and be a natural beauty just looking gorgeous with all her melanin just popping looking like a barbie doll and i just feel like in this day and age i feel like our hair should not always define us our hair should not be defining our success our hair should not be defining like what's our next move in our careers none of that should be a definition of who i am as a woman or what i'm capable of doing and I feel like society puts a lot of pressure on black women because we just, we are just the ones that really get it the most because we pride ourselves in a lot. We pride ourselves in being very strong. We pride ourselves in not taking shit off of nobody. And one thing I um, will say is, I, I commend her for, you know, putting up with the bullshit, but not also taking the bullshit because I guarantee there's somebody out, there's another station out there that will appreciate her 10 times more than what they appreciated her in Atlanta. Um, her friend, Francesca, she basically went on air with her natural, <clears throat> with her natural hair, her braids. And, you know, she just said, um, I quote from her Instagram, she's like, it's sad that our protective hairstyles protect us more than our own workplaces. For any woman to not feel adequate or feel as though she is forced to alter her appearance to be accepted by America's lopsided view of beauty, know that your 4C kinks are merely the unique crown that God gifted to you. She said, black women are gorgeous and we come in all different ways, which is why I chose to rock multiple natural hairstyles on air daily. There are young girls and much older women who see they see they are their hair represents on local news and go, damn, I'm enough. I refuse to fry my hair just so you will feel comfortable. If I want to wear my natural hair, a protective style, or anything in between, I will. My hairstyle does not alter the mind and brings underneath it. Representation matters and more people need to see our natural hair in the workplace, not just on vacation. And I commend her for that because 
when I see a lot of my people walking around in my corporate office with their natural hair, I just be like, yes, my sister, your hair is beautiful. Like, even this girl that works on my floor, she keeps her hair braided up really nice, nice and cute. She doesn't, you know, like, wear it out in a twist hour or anything. She only, wear, she only wears it out probably on the weekends, and she said that's just too much for her because it's just so much work to be to do to her hair and that's another thing it's a lot of work to be natural a lot of work so for you to sit there and tell me that my hair you know is not up to your standards give me a fucking break now on the flip side ladies there are some of us that are still learning the process and learning what styles you know fit us learning you know what different things we can do with our hair but you know if you know that your hair ain't popping don't go out there looking like a fool, okay? But, you know, there are some girls that are still, like, learning their, you know, products, learning, you know, their twist style. Like, you know, just learning different things. And I just feel like now in 2010, if we can accept the wet dog hair in the workplace and the, you know, the shedding in the fucking workplace, we can accept <clears throat> and they can accept our natural kinks okay and they can accept our big hair and they can accept anything that we walk up in there with whether i walk in there with blue hair purple hair whatever the case may be long as i'm not violating anything that's in the handbook i don't see what the problem may be at all so you know corporate offices corporate america damn america you guys got a lot of work to do okay because one thing a black woman is very strong very smart and we would never like never let anything define us anymore because this year is the year of the female and if you don't know you better get with it you best to get with it okay so damn america i mean do we really know kamala harris there are certain things about her throughout her time as attorney general, district attorney, that just don't sit well with me. <clears throat> so, I will continue to do my research with her. And damn, America, why is our natural hair such a problem? Like, why is it such a problem? Like, let us embrace our beauty. Let us wear our protective styles. Let us, you know, be who we are and be beautiful. Let us, you know shine let our you know our, our our greatness our melanin just let us just be popping who cares what my hair looks like long as i come to set and come to work ready to play and ready to get the job done which i know that i can so hey let's get into now our rising star so our rising star is sally numa she's 29 she's a professor at duke university so since receiving her a political science PhD from Northwestern, Dr. Numa, excuse me, has earned appointments as an assistant professor at Duke. She's a research associate at Princeton and a fellow at Harvard. She's a first generation Guyan American, has also found an organization that provides funding for low income girls to become the first in their family to attend college. So shout out to her. She's from Durham, North Carolina. She has a Bachelor of Arts and Science from George Washington University, a Master of Arts and Science from Northwestern University, and a Master of Arts and Science again from Northwestern University. So shout out to her. She's our rising star and I'm going to um, make sure I post her 
um, on my Instagram so you guys can see what she looks like because she's actually beautiful. Hair is popping and I salute her. So we lift her up. So let's get into our twerk segment. Hope y'all was popping it and twerking it and working it and pooking it. I know I get so crazy with this segment. This segment is one of my best segments. So Everybody y'all know DJ Self. DJ Self is a corny nigga that, you know, was so-called season when McCarty B was on it. They was fake, like, saying that he and her were, like, having something. And, you know, when Carly did the forever thing. So, come to find out, DJ Self got 10 fucking kids. 10 baby mothers. 10 different baby mothers. And the fact that he got 10 baby mothers is a problem for me because he has more than Future and Fetty Wap. It's like it's like these niggas are in competition or some shit. I don't know what it is. And it's like for y'all women, when you became like around the fourth baby mother, when you know, when the fifth one came, you knew you had four. Why the fuck would you proceed to fuck with these niggas? Like sometimes y'all have to realize your fucking worth, your fucking standards, if you have any. Do this nigga got any money? Probably the fuck not. He works at Power 105. Like, he's on loving hip hop. And I'm surprised that Mona didn't pick this shit up and figure it out by now. And she probably knows and probably, you know, got a real big, he probably got a big ass clause in his fucking contract that says, look, don't go after my baby mothers. And then all of them, he got a certain type, y'all, because all of them are Spanish looking and ain't nothing wrong with it. But my thing is like, damn, 10 baby mothers, 10. And we hope that he know all his kids names and we hope that this nigga remembers all of their birthdays because if he don't that's a fucking problem because at this point you would just be fucking pitiful i mean i know you know rest in peace shoddy low shoddy low you know maybe he started this shit and this shit is just continuing on but it's just like damn 10 baby mothers 10 10 baby mothers you can't go nowhere and find you no type of fucking condoms, no nothing. You got 10 baby mothers. That shit, wow. That shit really crazy. I don't even know how I... After the fourth one, fuck it. After the second one, I would have been questioning. Like, what the fuck? Like, okay, who's next? Like, why do we have all these different girls? Like, nobody was questioning anything. Everybody was just fucking. Just having a good old time. Probably had threesomes and knocked up both of the girls at the who I don't even want to imagine who the fuck knows. But ten baby mothers, that's quite quite nasty, DJ self. You should be quite ashamed of your fucking self. And then speaking of Cardi, when we bring up Cardi, so y'all know Cardi went on this rant about how she was breaking up with Offset and divorcing Offset. So apparently the rumor is that there is another baby on the way for Offset. This will be his fifth baby mother. Um, A lot of people know her. She's a little, you know, well-known. Um, A lot of people have been around her. Um, She's a cute girl. I mean, she's 
I don't know, she's like an industry type girl, but he definitely has a type as well. Even though we saw Cardi saying, you know, how she want to get back with him and she missed him, I doubt it. I doubt it because this is a rumor, so I don't know how exactly true this is, but this is letting us know that, you know, what we were saying earlier about him cheating, he didn't got another bitch pregnant so we'll see how that plays out i mean a lot of people thought their little divorce thing was like a publicity stunt type thing but i didn't think it was a publicity stunt i just thought you know cardi was just doing too much addressing too much but of course you know she hasn't addressed any of this and i don't think she is going to address any of this so i mean she probably right now just thinks that it's just you know Lie. She probably don't even, you know, think nothing of it. She probably don't even really care because she out here getting money. She got a goddamn residency in Las Vegas. And it's like, damn, who all doesn't have a residency? Like, everybody is getting residency. So, uh, okay. Uh, I just, I just can't, can't understand why these niggas just can't, like... Why these niggas just can't leave well alone? Like, why y'all just can't be with the one bitch you supposed to be with and just let it be? Like, I understand it's the industry. This is what y'all supposed to... I don't even know if this is what y'all supposed to do. But just like, what the fuck, okay? You already had a... You already had previous baby mothers. So, I already had to deal with previous baby mothers. Okay? You so-called wanted to marry me out of all the baby mothers. So, you marry me... Okay, we had a secret wedding. You get me pregnant. And now you was out here still fucking around. I was getting mad because you was having bitches on the side. And I wasn't there to enjoy. Then now it's rumors that you got another bitch pregnant. Another baby on the way. Nigga. Nigga. No. There's no way. No way. I would have just. No way. And I see her, you know, posting these little, you know, pictures and shit on the gram i don't know who the fuck it's for what it's for but it's just like cardi okay give us a fucking break so you also remember terrence J. he crashed his car and we all are like still trying to figure out who was in the vehicle with him when he crashed the car and we just knew that him and jasmine sanders was going to get back together we a lot of people have faith because they was a cute couple whatever the case may be but rumor has it that she has gone back to her ex and she's dumped terrence J. okay so it was like she got back with her ex quick now i'm not for a person that goes backwards i never you know go backwards but a lot of people do and a lot of people when they do go backwards they do end up you know being happy again with that person and they end up you know finding whatever it is i guess that was missing when they were with that person at the time because i guess maybe that person had time to mature whatever the case may be but i'm not a bitch that go backwards so it's just funny how she got with him like this like that shit was quick like that nigga was on speed down like yeah soon this nigga fuck up i'm coming back to you because like she's with him immediately like asap haven't let the she haven't even let no coochie heal nothing she's with him so and they did it for a long time they did it for like five years five years so 
it sounds to me like they basically damn near probably never broke up. They damn near, this is who she wants to be with and probably start a family with. And it is what it is. Like, and I honestly feel that maybe this was just a plot for Terrence J career to go up a little bit and for hers to go up a little bit. You never know. You never know what these publicists tell these fucking people in Hollywood to do, to do anything because they can't half ass do their job good enough. So they do anything to get the people out there to get them more publicity. So this could be something that benefited for the both of them. You never know. But all I know is that shit was quick. That nigga was on speed dial. He never fucking left. He was in her fucking DMs. He was fucking texting her, stalking her from a fucking palm tree when they was in Miami. He was all over that shit. Probably kept a pair of her panties. Who knows what the fuck he was doing? Because that was quick as fuck. Quick as fuck. Like Like they got back together like it wasn't no other. So, I mean, when you put it all together, it's just like, okay, like, alrighty, alright, so, you know, we'll just pray. A lot of niggas, listen, a lot of niggas like to be on standby. A lot of niggas like to be on standby. A lot of bitches like to be on standby. But me, I ain't no standby type of bitch, okay? I ain't standing by and waiting on nothing. So, I mean, and any, and he, and anything i mean terrence j probably was cheating on her way before like that car crash so i mean we i mean because clearly he was comfortable enough to ride the bitch around in the car okay so he had to be doing some shit and you know i i don't know girl I do not know, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. We'll keep them on a we'll keep them on a good old watch for show. So speaking of people on a watch, so I know y'all watch Black King Crew and I haven't been watching this season. I just been looking at little clips here and there. But I did watch last season. So everybody knows last season four and Nikki they broke up because four was sending fucking videos to bitches, quote unquote. Of his dick or some shit like that. So, apparently, the video that Forbes sent was to a transgender. Okay, this is allegedly he sent this trans to this trans to this transgender girl. So basically, this girl basically said that he flew them out to Chicago, and because they from Ohio, to be a guest on the show. They they pay for everything. They had like three first class round trip flights, car service, hotel, plus, you know, they got paid for being on the show. So they just edited out the actual reason they were there because four started threatening suicide and he was going to quit the show because basically the tea was the tea that was going to come out was like this girl's the girl, I guess that was that he flown out or whatever. Her best friend was Ford's mistress, and she he, he was the one that was the, this was the the transgender girl. He was sending them freaky ass videos of his ass, but I guess the real tea is that she's trans, and you know they had sex a couple of times. I don't know, like. I don't know how he didn't realize that this person was trans because 
I clearly can look at this person and tell that they were a man or, you know, like I, I clearly can look. My thing with that is I love everybody. I love that, you know, everybody is very fruitful and they are they they love to, you know, open and express their sexuality. My thing with a guy with a straight guy dealing with a transgender girl woman or whatever case may be is you gave up a, a a woman that had everything. She was a you know, real woman to be with someone who wants to be like the girl that you gave up. And I always wonder, like, why won't you just be with a guy? Like, why won't you just be gay? And I think maybe they don't want to be gay because they feel how people are going to label them. But it's like, it's 2019. So, I never really understood the transgender thing. It's probably not for me to understand. But if you're going to cheat on your girl and then, you know act like you didn't know that they was trans clearly you had to know that they were trans like i don't know how that could not have been but of course you know on the show they're gonna cut they cut all that out and this person was like they you know they was arguing with like it was just a lot going on so they cut all of that out so i just don't know like I just don't understand it. Like, it's just really crazy to me. Like, how you sleeping with somebody that looks like you? Like, like this is, I don't know. Like, in the picture, the picture do look questionable. She, like, you know, she, she looks like, she looks like a man. Like, she, she looks like a woman. Um, no, let me take that back. She looks like a man. She does. She looks like a man. Um, and it's like, I just don't understand like, like how you didn't know that this looks like a guy. Like I, I just didn't get that one, but apparently, you know, they're saying that he's on the down low and that's fine if he wants to be on the down low, but it's just like, if you're going to go out here and get a transgender type a transgender person you need to get a transgender person that does not look like a you need to get a transgender person that you know is trans like he's basically acting like he didn't know this person was transgender when you can clearly look at them and see that they are like clearly and they're not even a cute one like there's some fly ass ones out here okay and he like got a little basic I don't know where the fuck he found her at but it was just like what like huh like, okay, well, I, I don't know, but that shit was mind-boggling to me, so I was just like, okay, I can't really, you know, understand it, and I ain't gonna try to understand it, but it just ain't make no fucking sense to me, so I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna bring it back in. Um, Big Brother has premiered, y'all, and Tamar and... 
Candy was getting in it, getting into it the first couple of episodes because of some shit that happened on the escape tour that Tamar is like bringing up. But we all know that Tamar is on this show for the ratings because she's going to get the drama. She's going to, you know, keep people walking, watching. She's going to be loud. She's going to be, you know telling it like it is or whatever the case may be apparently she got into a fight with a girl named Lola who's like a Olympic swimmer or whatever the fuck case may be so it's like they're keeping her on the show for ratings and not even that they said that she's the most paid person on the show like they offer her the most money and that makes sense because she's going to bring the most ratings so Big Brother is really good this season. I've never watched it before. I know they're like competing for some type of money or something like that. And they're like in the house. But it's never been a show that was like on my fucking radar. But of course now it's on my radar because fucking Tamar and Candy is on there. And you know, of course I want to see, you know, what's going to be the outcome. What these bitches going to do. But apparently Tamar been showing her ass. And apparently, you know, her and the girl got into like a physical altercation or something like that. I don't know. And the girl like. Because Tamar up in here wearing these big ass glasses. Like she got the sun shining on her every five minutes. And so the girl like knocked the glasses off her face. So that was like a whole big ordeal with that. But they got some drama. Tamar's bringing the ratings. And I don't know what day it come on. Because I feel like it come on like five days a week. But it was like three days when it premiered. I don't even fucking know. But... I was going to tell myself to get like the little app thing, but I was like, no, I'm not going to get the app. But one thing I can tell you about Tamar, I feel like she's never put herself in situations where she has to bring the Baltimore out of her. But I feel like the Baltimore out of her will come and it's probably going to come on this show. And I feel like people are testing her a lot on the show. And I feel like once she gets tested a lot, it's going to be a wrap. So... I'm definitely going to keep myself entertained with the big brother for sure because I definitely want to see what the outcome is. I definitely want to see if Tamar even makes it far. She probably ain't going to make it that far. I'll probably make it to like the fifth person in the house or some shit. I'm probably going to guess that. The fifth person in the house. She's not making it to like two or three. It's not going to happen. So, you know, we'll see. Um, So, everybody knows that Amon Shepard, he came out and said that he don't got no girl pregnant. That was a rumor. Then Tiana came out and she cleared it up to like their publicist told them to. And then, you know, we see Lori Harvey wearing Tiana Taylor's ring that her husband, you know, wore her. Then Tiana Taylor is like wishing Drea a happy birthday with a, you know, caption. Because everybody knows that Tiana Taylor is like into women. It's not a big deal. Like everybody knows that she likes women. She's been liking them probably since she was like 16 on the scene. It's fine. Then Amon, he gets pissed and comments underneath her shit. And we like, oh, nigga, why you so mad? And I guess he mad because his fucking that bitch was at the game the other day. So you mad and you gonna try to draw attention. Like, what you mad about, bro? You got a whole bitch at the game watching you. A whole bitch. A whole bitch. So that's why you so mad? Like, come on. This is what I don't like. I hate couples who know who faked the phone. If you got an open marriage like Tiny and T.I., have a fucking open marriage. What's the point of open marriages? I don't fucking know. But Shamari and Ronnie DeVoe learned the hard way and they got their asses back to their fucking union. My thing is this. He definitely has a type. 
This girl is not even cuter than Tiana Taylor. So it's like, if y'all gonna fucking cheat with bitches, make sure y'all cheat with bitches that are above what your main bitch looks like. And it's just like, okay, so you drew all the attention on... See, niggas, niggas be knowing what they doing. He drew all the attention on the comment that he wrote for, he can, for nobody to know that his side bitch was at the game watching him sweat and hop off the bench and go back on the bench and probably only score maybe... 18 points a game or whatever fuck the case may be like you thought she was slick nigga you thought she was so slick you ain't fucking slick we we put it together we put it all together we figured it out and that's what it is so this little couple thing and you know at first we all was loving them they were so cute and all this other shit okay cute that's fine that nigga cheated too listen I was leaving the hashtag black man cheat. I was leaving it in 2018, y'all. I told myself I was not going to bring it. But apparently, I have to fucking bring it because I'm telling you, these niggas is out here just doing any and everything. And when they do any and everything, that's when the shit hit the fan. So, it's this basketball player. His name PJ Tucker. His side bitch. <laughs> this one cheating goes wrong, niggas. Okay? Learn something. He thought his side bitch was going to steal and shit from him. So, he put this... He had a um, fanny pack of money. He left in the car. Um, some other stuff he left in the car. So, when this nigga came out the hotel, his fucking car windows, everything bashed up. Car fucked up. And that's when cheating go the fuck wrong. So, nigga, you trying to be cute. Think I'm going to, you know, I'm out here trying to steal from you or whatever the case may be. So... You gonna leave your shit in the car? Okay. It probably wasn't even... I'm not even the bitch that you need to be worried about. Because one, you got a whole fucking wife. So your wife probably or did bash your fucking windows in. Or another bitch that you probably fucking with. And you wasn't giving her the time of day. So she bashed your shit in. That's when cheating goes the fuck wrong. You niggas really think... Really think that bitches don't be knowing shit. And bitches be knowing every and fucking thing. It's too many apps and shit out there. It's too much shit out there where bitches can just be tracking your every fucking move. Especially when you got a crazy one. So he done went out there. Thought he was doing something. Hiding shit from the girl and whole fucking time. Somebody was one up on that ass and his whole car got fucked up. So whole car got fucked up. And that's when it fucked up his day. Because that's when you just really thought you had... He just really thought he, he just really thought he was like really that's when the cheating go wrong. You come outside, your shit broken windows, and it was a fucking Rolls Royce. Windows is broken. So what? So what? Broken. So what? So up to the flow up. That now that shit right there was funny. That was hilarious. I, I almost I almost cracked the fuck up. That shit was so hilarious. So uh, what else do I... Oh, damn, there's so much shit that happened, y'all. So, oh, my God. I had something else, too. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, well, we all know DMX is home with that young-ass girl that he talking to. But he look good, though. He probably gonna come out with some new music. That shit gonna be fire. He performed at the club the other night because Ja Rule motherfucking ass ain't come because after that goddamn documentary, niggas ain't fucking with him. So he ain't even doing fucking... um. 
performances and he should be ashamed of his fucking self and we owe 50 cent an apology because he told us about that raggedy ass nigga that's why you don't fuck with niggas from queens you just keep it at the simple barrows you just keep it at bronx harlem and uh brooklyn that's it don't go nowhere outside nothing else at all because them niggas from queens can't be trusted they some grimy can't be trusted nope can't be trusted um and then speaking of can't be trusted like okay we gotta teach we gotta get Khalees together with Mashonda because Mashonda can give Khalees her book that she wrote on how to co-parent because this bitch is just fucking up apparently she's trying to take the baby or the son to Columbia because her husband or the guy she's talking to now got some crops or something out there because you know she liked the cook for this fucking cookbook but wasn't even going to tell Nas anything about this I'm just like bitch how are you doing that and you're always the one complaining about how like she she, she needs help she needs some help with some co-parenting so I recommend that Mashonda calls her because they Mashonda has this blended family and she can help Khalees with co-parenting because this bitch is all over the place I ain't I ain't never the stuff I'm reading about her and what she like she just she just dare wrong dare wrong and then always hollering how she ain't got no money when he when Nas you know finalized new deals and shit like she just she blows me blows the fuck out of me like I just I just like everything about her like everything like nothing about her do I like at all. I'm not even going to fucking listen to nothing of her old songs. Because if I just, you know, hear the sound of her, her like, she's just going to irk me. I'm going to get mad. I'm going to get so pissed. Like, blown away. But, like, whatever. Uh, what, oh, okay. So, another thing I got an issue with is everybody keeps saying, forget Kanye West. We canceled them. We canceled the Kardashians. We can't stand them. They some culture vultures. They, you know, take from the culture, blah, blah, blah. But then it's like niggas can't keep their names out of their fucking mouth. So the game, you had a fucking listener party and you used to mess with Kim Kardashian back in the day. Okay, who didn't? You went on Wendy Williams and said that Kanye was your man, your friend. You wasn't going to speak on anything, or any relations that you had with any of the Kardashian sisters. But then you go, nigga, and you go make a song about how you choked him and she swallowed this and swallowed that it's like nigga do do people really need to really clout chase that bad like why the fuck do we think do you think we care about what you and kim kardashian had fucking in 96 like why the fuck do we care like and why the fuck do you care you're a whole fucking father out here we already know that you are nothing ain't ass nigga you cheated like shit on your fucking fiance or wife or whatever the fuck she was so it's like why the fuck do we care about your sex capades back in fucking 96 like nigga we don't give a fuck we already know that you do shit for the gram and your boxes showing your dick print like who cares nobody cares that you fuck kim kardashian Everybody has fucked Kim Kardashian. Who hasn't? Like, who hasn't fucked Kim Kardashian, okay? Like, nobody cares. And the fact that you're using this in this weak-ass fucking song, these weak-ass fucking lyrics, letting us know what the fuck y'all did. Like, bro, give us a fucking break. Like, give us a break. Like, the rest of this album better be fucking fire. That's all I have to say. Because if... Using Kim Kardashian name in your lyrics is thinking it's going to get you some ratings. Okay, hey, whatever. You got to do what you got to do. But the fact that 
you really still reminiscing about this and it's fucking 2019 about how you had sex with Kim Kardashian. That must have been the best sex you ever fucking had because I don't understand how you would even remember half the stuff that fucking happened and how you would even still talk about it. But that's just me. That's just me. It doesn't make any sense to me. But, you know, a lot of niggas do a lot of things that we just don't understand. And... <clears throat> I'm not even going to try to understand it. All I know is the rest of this fucking CD better be fire. It better be dope. Fuck. You better get number one. Okay? That's what you better do. Because the, the way that you cloud chasing and rapping, it, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Quite quite terrible, if you ask me. Um, So, we got a, you know, couple that we have to watch on the radar, y'all. And that is Jenny Mai. And Young Jeezy. So apparently Malika, one of the twins, they posted a couples type picture. And they had Lori Harvey and Trey, Malika and O.T. Jennings. And then it was Jenny Ma and Young Jeezy. And I was like, oh, you know, they not together. They just probably in the photo. So then my friend sent me in a group chat. They was like, oh, you know, she talked about it on the real. And I was like, oh, I was like, I didn't even know this bitch even knew that many black people. Then I was, then, it, you know, everybody, my friends and them, they was like, oh, she want her some mixed babies. I bet she, and I just thought about, I'm like, yo, she probably do, but Jeezy already got kids anyway. So maybe she just want to be a stepmother because she didn't want kids with the first husband in the first place. And that was his whole reason of divorcing her and letting her go. And he done went and got with somebody and got pregnant like right after. So this may bring a different side out of Jenny Ma. I'm telling y'all, this she's messing with young Jeezy. We already know Jeezy fine as hell. So this may bring out something. Um, do we like that relationship? Probably the fuck not. But we're just gonna settle for it for right now. Um I know one thing is gonna make her real extra bold when she's on the reel. So she gonna be really, you know, popping off at the mouth a little bit. I can see it. Her and, you know, Tamara probably get into it a couple of times. But I know one thing. She got a fine piece of specimen as a man because that, that young Jeezy is something. He's super, super, super cute. Super cute. So, let me see. Um, they not. Oh, yeah, big brother come on tonight. So, we got to see if Tamar going to get sent home. Because they nominated her. So, we'll see. But I don't think she going home. All right, y'all. So, I done really talked a lot on this twerk something. Because twerk something is my favorite segment. And I know y'all love it, too. Like, this segment really gets me That's what I'm talking about, Tony Gaskin. Renounce these side chicks and find. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Okay. Alright y'all, so twerk something. I hope y'all twerked all weekend. Had y'allself a good ass time. Okay. Cause it's a lot of shit that happened went down. It was a lot of shit that's happening, y'all. Hmm. Well, we'll see. 
Yeah, like her and young. I mean, young Jeezy might be might young Jeezy might blow that thing out because she ain't never been. I don't think she never dated <clears throat> no black guy. I've never seen her. That's why I was so shocked because I've never seen her around that many black people before. I was just like, damn, she be around black people. I didn't even know it. it like shocked me a little bit, but hey, guess she be around black people. So. Let's get into what you won't do. So what you won't do is think you're going to take Kamorley Simmons' parking spot. So Kamorley Simmons got into a y'all over a fucking parking space, all right? And I didn't think homegirl had it in her, but apparently she like, <laughs> she like hand delivered like a fade to the person. So she was at a FedEx store and <laughs> I think it was the last parking spot. So she went to like, she... <laughs> The cops are called. She got into a dispute with the woman and they were arguing. They shoved each other before Kamor like went off. So apparently the lady filed a report against Kamor, but that's what you won't do now. Kamor Lee Simmons ain't nobody to fuck with, all right? Okay. If she wants that parking space, you better give her that parking space. You know who she is, okay? All right. She's Kamor Lee Simmons. God forbid she was doing valet. Okay, she didn't want to do valet that day. She wanted to be a regular person. So, you don't know why you was arguing back and forth with her, okay? Okay, you don't do that. That's what you won't do. So, what you won't do is come at Taraji B. Henson for asking why is there no mute Winston hashtag. And guess what? I agree with her because just like we holding these black men accountable for these things that they're doing to these women out here, we need to hold these white men accountable as well and white women and black women, whoever is a sexual predator. So what you won't do is come at Taraji B. Henson for voicing her opinion about how she feels about everything because I would have said the same goddamn thing. And matter of fact, I'm going to go on Twitter and I'm going to find out what she wrote and I'm going to retweet the bitch, okay? Because that's what you won't do. And my girl got a Hollywood star. So what the fuck's up, okay? So what you won't do is come at, it's going to take, you know, you can't be taking Kamorley Simmons parking spot, all right? It's the last one. So you won't be up in the FedEx parking lot fighting with her, okay? And what you won't do is come at Taraj B. Henson for asking why we don't have a mute Winston, okay? If we're going to mute everybody else, we need to mute him as well okay because harvey ain't been got on nothing yet ain't no charges no nothing this nigga just keeps getting off okay so this has been episode 70 the dream team now the reason why i called it the dream team is because i was gonna do damn america with the whole prison reform thing and with meek mills and jay-z and you know robert Kraft, and i saw all of that so i'm like oh okay episode 70 the dream team but I did have some speculations about it. I felt like Kim Kardashian should have been a part of it because of what she's been doing lately. But a lot of people are like, no, people have been working on prison reform for years. And that is true. But I feel like um, since in this presidency, she has kind of stepped up. You know, she got that black lady out. And I told y'all she's working on the case with the guy in California. So I just felt like, you know, she probably would have been a part of the team. But, you know, I could be wrong. They probably called her, denied her. I don't know. You know, Jay-Z's there. So, you know, probably not feeling Kanye. But I just thought that she should have been a part of the dream team. But, you know, you'll never know. They'll probably reach out to her, hopefully, and see what she can add to the, you know, to the, um, 
to the prison reform but you know this is episode 70 the dream team you can catch me on itunes soundcloud spotify and google play also follow the instagram page which is shanghai underscore chronicles and my personal page which is shanghai 87 i hope you guys had a good weekend i heard that the government is back open hey 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 so shout out to them okay i know it's for three weeks but hopefully it'll be longer than that but we shall see and guess what i'm out if you've owned your car for a while or maybe you got a great deal on a used vehicle that feels new to you AAA has a vehicle protection plan that fits your needs and your budget let's face it unexpected and expensive repairs can pop up that's why AAA vehicle protection plans provide comprehensive coverage for maintenance and repair to take some of the risk out of driving a classic Find out more about our vehicle protection plans at AAA.com slash vehicle plan. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.